Hey, all right, people, we're doing it. Time for the weekly, I guess that's what it is now, weekly divination video. It's working for me to do it this many times instead of every day like I did for a bit. But it was fun when I was doing it every day. I was kind of just figuring out what, how I wanted things to go. So I'm going to chill for a minute and let people trickle in. Looks like more are watching on Rockfin rather than GooTube. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to say hi to who I see in the chat, though. Christine, Gordon, Kaylee, Martin. All right. <laughs> Haley says, hi, Gordy, you multi-talented beast master. Yeah, he is a beast master. The owl master. So, yeah, I'm just going to hang out, give it a minute. And while we're waiting for more people to trickle in, talk about some of the things I've had going on. We do, of course, have a brand new episode of Interverse out with Mark Steves from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And that was really fun. I hope that you get a chance to check it out if you haven't already kind of talking about Thanksgiving and temperance and Tartaria, lots of words that start with T, I guess. And I'm also going to be showing up on a new episode of Rising from the Ashes podcast. I don't know how long it'll take for that to come out, but that's a fun one. I'll shoot the pe the uh, the peed, <laughs> the feed into the chat here, Rising from the Ashes. I did a great interview with them about sound healing and electric body electric health related topics uh hey davin's in the chat that's what's up and <laughs> sander in the uh youtube muff pie i think that's sander right sometimes it's hard to remember screen names and real names kaylee says she's digging the bushman beard yeah this is the no shave november result in probably like three weeks of beard it gets it really gets going. I'm thinking I want to have like a full Jesus, long hair, long beard look by my 33rd birthday. What do you think? That's probably the way to go. Also, Snake Jones in the house. What's up? What's up? And consciousness rising. Hello to you. We'll get started in just a second. Another fun thing, though, Snake Jones, I wanted to let you know I'm going to be on Odin's Alchemy with Benjamin Balderson tonight. I don't know when that'll actually premiere because they record at a different time than they put the episodes out because the internet stuff and it's not live live. But watch out for that, people that do rock fin. There's going to be an episode with me on Odin's Alchemy with Benjamin Balderson, probably talking a lot about cosmic egg stuff. And yes, Snake Jones, today is the 30th. I actually thought it would be fun to do today instead of yesterday because i liked 11 30 better than 11 29 <laughs> for the numbers and i started the stream at 11 30 on 11 30 i don't know why that matters but <laughs> we'll go ahead and get underway i think i've dilly dallied enough and we got slick dissident in there so it's definitely been worth it to wait a second and let people pop in and yeah apparently multiple people are skipping days and they didn't realize it's the 30th it is the last day of november that is a fact now, if you remember way back on the 22nd, 1122, we did, that was last Monday, we did the Great Power card. That was a huge read, and there's a lot to say about this dynamic of the arousing thunder, lightning energy supported by Yang, the masculine heaven awareness energy, 
And great power is a very big responsibility, right? <laughs> so the card that this is actually turning into is going to be the taming power of the great. So as you can see, there's definitely like a clear through line from great power to the great, the taming power of the great. There's power and great in this one as well. <laughs> and uh, numerologically, it kind of is neat because it goes from 34, which would reduce to seven to 26, which reduces to eight. So we're going into like seven, eight type of vibe. I don't know if that matters to anybody out there, but the taming power of the great is the self-discipline card, the strength from within, and also realizing our potential, not just that we have potential, but that we're realizing it as in we're seeing it, we're aware of it. The energy of it is the keeping still mountain trigram over the yang, uh, heaven, spiritual awareness, what you're, what you're actually conscious of. So what changed is we went from the arousal to keeping still, and that's the shift from great power to the taming power of the great. Great power is just that life force energy popping off, bam, right? <laughs> but the taming power of the great is that mountain because who can conquer a mountain? You might climb to the top of it, but can you actually like, you know, can you defeat it? <laughs> Will you get rid of the mountain? Probably not. Now we're going to talk about the changing lines like we usually do. That's a huge part of the read every time. And get my camera back in focus. Changing lines go from, let's see, should look like this. We have exactly the same configuration on the bottom of the yang, the three unbroken lines. And then we're changing on the fourth line, which is the fourth from the bottom. You count from bottom to top with this. And we're changing the top line. So the fourth line changing, I equate that to throat chakra energy and truth and honesty. So that going from a closed to an open, this is telling us about <laughs> how we express our great power, actually. Uh, so when we get the gnosis from universe that we've got great power, it's super encouraging and energizing if you really know it and feel it. Being aware that you have great power and, and influence means that you don't always have to be loud about it. It doesn't mean you don't want to also let people know they're powerful and demonstrate all that. But sometimes what I mean by this is sometimes when you have a strong awareness of your ability to manifest anything and everything that you desire, because you've learned of your innate sameness with the universal supply of all energy and all abundance. Once you realize that you yourself is the same as the trunk of this tree of life where everything comes from. You might also realize that you're manifesting a bunch of stuff that you actually don't want. So this is a good time to expand your self-awareness and your honesty with yourself through mindful practices that you can take time for because you need to start noticing unconscious behavior patterns that are generating the dissonance. Otherwise, you'll keep bringing what you don't want to yourself. The more that you have a strong knowledge and rooting of gnosis of the truth, that you're a vessel for the infinite source and that all is truly self, then unhealthy patterns of speech or behavior are also going to undergo a quickening, not just the things that you want coming to you, but the things that you don't want 
that are the results of unhealthy patterns, they will get a quickening too. And the results and consequences from those bad habits are going to be more immediate and apparent. It's kind of like when we notice how the healthier somebody gets or you, healthier you get, the more that doing something unhealthy feels like it throws you off. It's because the more tapped into source and great power you get, it's like you're being given the keys to the car, right? But you could crash the car. <laughs> and if you if you don't know how to drive the car, you don't have the keys anyway. So like the bad habits and stuff, they don't have as huge of an effect. Think about how you see some people that are literally living on fast food and junk like that. And they seem to be doing okay. Like, I mean, they're slowly degrading, sure, but that doesn't throw them off. Like they'll go eat the double cheeseburger or whatever from McDonald's and they're fine for that day. Uh, they, they get through their day. They do what they think they need to do. Whereas if somebody that's been like, oh, just really living a healthy, clean diet, eating nothing but like raw organic veggies, well, your biome is going to be different and your ability to process that is going to be wicked different if you eat the bad stuff and it'll throw you off right away. So that's like a small microcosm metaphor for how once you know the truth, which anyone that's tuning into this right now definitely knows the truth that you are connected to the source. You are literally sameness with that which supplies all life force energy. You are an expression and extension of the Tao. When you really know that truth, it's like you can't hide from it and you can't hide from the way that that truth ripples out from your bad habits just as much from your good habits and brings back to you in the external world exact matches for what it is that you've been holding on to. So when we first start feeling our great power, sometimes the practices that got us there can be the first to go. <laughs> like, oh, I don't need that anymore because I'm already feeling so good. But knowing thyself does not put an end to the challenges or the necessary changes that you're going to go through in life. So by sticking to the mindfulness and letting go of unconscious self-defeating habits, you can deal with dissonance in whatever uh, form that it takes in the external world with much greater efficiency and efficacy because you'll know exactly how to deal with it because you've already been dealing with it on your inner work side. And whenever the person actually could use some help from you, instead of just preaching at them, you've got practice at them. <laughs> like you show, not tell, right? You embody in your presence what it's like to be in wholeness rather than just telling them, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, that's, this is why that's wrong. I mean, you might still point out to them and express to them, but it's really your presence in wholeness that's going to make them feel different. Like the best way to show somebody the truth is to live it. And the best way to let someone know or bring someone into a higher degree of self-awareness themselves is to live the best life that you possibly can rather than just try to tell them if that makes sense. So that was a lot on the uh, fourth line, but in the top line, we are talking about a change from uh, open to closed. And this is letting us know about how the flow that we get to choose in life it either goes forward or backwards, right? There's no real stasis. We're either evolving or we're devolving. It's another way to look at it. We're getting better or we're getting worse. There's not actually staying the same. And when we want to move forward and evolve, but we're still stuck in old stories about ourselves, 
we are speaking backwards that are taking us backwards. Does that make sense? In fact, how many of the words, when you turn them backwards, you find out that it has a very different meaning than, than what you thought. Uh, one of my favorite examples is the inversion of word like dogma. Turn that around, turn dogma around, and you get am God. So trying to move forward and back at the same time, though, in life is akin to spinning your wheels in, in the mud or being stuck in the snow. The way to move forward is by making a difference in your present moment, the present moment dynamic with self-work. So when we're like really in our mind in the future and thinking, I got to get to this point in the future and this is what I'm working for uh, and you know whatever is going on with my health or whatever is going on with other parts of my life that are out of balance, all that stuff be damned. I'm trying to get to this thing in the future or if you're constantly stuck in trying to chase the dragon of something from your past, either of those situations, you're not addressing the present moment dynamic. Uh, and the present moment dynamic will actually be taking you further backsliding. Like, especially if you're seeking pleasure seeking or chasing the dragon of past, you know, past things. So this, the same is true though, for chasing something that's in the future, you will be heading to the future no matter what. And the future will be what it's supposed to be. But if you get there and you never actually did any work on yourself or or cleansed your body temple or improved your level of mindfulness, then the future moment will be exactly the same dynamic, but with stagnation as the present dynamic is now, uh, unless you do the work, if that makes sense. There isn't really a future and there isn't really a past. There's just this moment. And so the only progress of any kind that you can make is by flowing through the changes that life is asking you to make. So let's talk about let's talk about the actual taming power of the great, the keeping still, the mountain over the yang, spiritual energy, right? Uh, the taming influence here is referring to being able to remain aware while being tested by your circumstances. You're being called right now to hold steadfast to the truth that you've discovered, the truth that we've been talking about, about your connection to universal supply and that you've always got enough and that life force energy is you and that that's the thing that's one and infinite. You're being called to hold steadfast to that truth and whatever other truths that are your personal truths that you've discovered, not just the one that I'm telling you right now. But in the face of challenges, right, integrity and resolve in the face of challenges, that's the taming power of the great. That is what mountain over Yang is talking about. Mountain is keeping still. You're holding fast, but it's also big. It's the big picture. You see it all. And you're focusing on that big picture. You're, you may be a branch on the tree of life, but with your Yang, your spiritual currency, your attention, what it is that you're able to be aware of and conscious of, you're staying focused on the trunk. Like you're a branch, but you are focusing on the trunk. And that is what is drawing all of the life force energy to you that you're flowing with and flowing through and creating that Wu Wei and that manifestation power. But if we get stuck like, oh, this leaf off my branch is, isn't the color I wanted it to be or, or whatever, or you know, these, these small details about life, about our story, 
are what can pull us out of staying focused on the big picture. And the taming power, the taming influence, like I said, is that you're taming the circumstances, you're taming your ego belief that things had to be a certain way for you to be okay. What I mean is that life right now is asking you to go and grow above and beyond the safety and comfort of whatever zone you've built for yourself. Up till now, the status quo that you created was a great accomplishment, but now you have to face the way that you've wrapped yourself up in that status quo, invested yourself in it, in an attempt to nest there without leaving. And remember, there's not really stasis, there's just decay or growth. So the larger conversation now is about about this investment in a status quo and how that's going to be shaken up and changed no matter what you think you can do about keeping it keeping it there like look at the world right now (laughs) i'm pretty sure the status quo is not going to last much longer in the way that it's been and so in your like life in the microcosm as one part of this larger society that's changing the status quo so dramatically it's important that we need to like that we learn the simple truths about how to know if you're too invested in your persona and in whatever like bubble and story you've created for yourself. So here's a big key moment right here. I know you're already listening, but listen to this. <laughs> like if you are finding yourself worried or bothered by little things constantly that are coming up in your relationships or your regular life situations like work, okay? If you're sweating the small stuff all the time, if little things annoy you or bother you or throw you off, it's likely that you're clinging to that person, place, or thing that is bothering you in the sense that you've wrapped yourself up in a story where whatever it is that's bothering you or worrying you has become too large of a part of the definition of who you think you are. And that's a lot of words. Let me see if I can say that again in a simpler way. Whatever it is that's making you sweat the small stuff and bothering you, person, place, or thing, the reason that's happening is probably because you've let that person, place, or thing become too large of a part of your definition of who you think you are, okay? Because if you realize that like whatever this external person, place, or thing is, is a transient aspect of the ever-changing Tao of life, and then they do something that, you know, is unharmonious or causing friction, well, it doesn't really bother you because you know that it's temporary and impermanent. But if you're clinging to that person, place, or thing in the sense that, You feel like you need them to be a certain way for you to even be okay. That's what I mean. That's what would make you have the sweating, the small stuff experience that you think, oh, I need to fix them. I need to change them. I need to correct them. And them acting like that is really bothering me and annoying me. Well, that's because you've got a belief that they need to be in your story in a certain way for you to be who you think you are. I hope this is making sense. Do not identify with the microscope, Sanders says. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, so are we are we clear on that like that the real like a real clue as to being stuck in a false story is if you're annoyed, bothered or uh, upset 
about someone else's behavior, well, then you should probably consider, or like a situation that's going on in your life, you might want to consider how that that situation or that person is not really integral to who you are, that who you are transcends everything about that person, place, or thing. And that that person, place, or thing, like all other aspects of life, is temporary and transient. And so you can let them go. That doesn't mean that you run away from them screaming or that you immediately like quit the job or whatever. It's just that you got to reframe your inner narrative to say that, oh, it doesn't matter what is going on with this person, place, or thing. I'm going to do what's right for me. And that's all I have control of. And that's the only identity that I need is that I am the master of my own energy and I'm responsible for my own energy. <laughs> Kaylee says, it's making sense. And now I'm reflecting on that person that types, I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so let's continue here. All right. Uh, this moment right now that we're having where you're probably seeing some person, place, or thing in your life that has bothered you uh, and seeing that, oh, it's because I have wrapped up my identity in them. This moment, let it bring clarity and truth as to how things are in this exact moment. So even if what you are now seeing about your life is majorly different from what you'd been thinking or believing up till now, that's good, okay? Let go of all the small things let go of the details and just ask yourself in the big picture, are my challenges in life coming from my attempt to stick to an illusory narrative life story that I think that I need in order to survive or in order to be okay or happy? Or are my challenges coming from my authentic drive to embody my deepest spiritual purpose and always let change what needs to change? So there's two flavors of challenging here. And there's the challenging that is of stagnation, where you're being, you're feeling the friction of a story, not real life, not conforming to your story. Or is it the challenge of letting go of those stories and letting go of those attachments? Because basically being challenged in the friction of being stuck in your story and needing things to be a certain way that's the decay and the challenge of letting go is the obstacle of moving forward, of evolving, of actually changing in alignment with the Tao. So in this exact moment right now, while you're realizing these things I'm saying, you are aligning with the Tao. And even if you're able to just for a few seconds, let go of delusion and illusion and unburden yourself of beliefs that are no longer relevant right now and seeing the big picture and seeing the challenge of letting go and recognizing it for what it is you are currently experiencing a drop of enlightenment right now so what is your inner voice telling you in this exact moment about how your circumstances may be testing you and how can you focus on the test and the challenge of letting go and the taming power of the great that you hold within to tame your ego through recogni recognition of the impermanence of all stories, of all external circumstances, and that what's truly permanent is the stillness within, is the great trunk of the mountain, the world tree, the truth of who you really are, 
as an extension of life force energy and the flow of the Tao and the oneness of the entirety of supply, like what supplies all life is this trunk, is this mountain. This is the taming power of the great. And by always being sure that you're connected to that supply and that you're an extension of it, this is key because that will allow you to trust that letting go of the person, place, or thing in the external world that is your story of what you thought you needed is safe to do and actually healthier than holding on to it. Okay, so the status quo that you've been invested in to create that nest and that bubble, it's actually safer to let go of that status quo. Not that you need to demolition the whole thing right now, but that you just need to be ready to change what is most harmonious to change in every moment, listening to that inner voice that I'm asking you to think about right now about your circumstances. Where's the test at? The obstacles are the course every time. But are the obstacles you running away from the actual nature of the obstacle or the obstacles showing you what to let go of? Right. So the taming power of the great is also about training your mind to always return. <laughs> Hold on. Someone just asked, anyone know how old Chance is? 83? <laughs> ah, I'm 32. Right. So let's continue. The taming power of the great. What was I talking about? Um, training your mind to always return to neutrality. That's a key aspect of this because that's the keeping still. Folk, like that's Yang supporting mountain, like the dynamic here, the green over the white. So training your mind to always return to neutrality, no matter how carried away you get with freaked out thoughts or unhappy ideas, paying attention to when that happens and then returning to neutrality. Great way to return to neutrality is to remind yourself that you're one with the supply of all life force energy. You're one with that which manifests and generates all aspects of love, light, and abundance. So this is about transcending into a larger reality of mind, okay? And this is done by disinvesting yourself of the stories that are generating the negativity and self-limitations. Like I said, rooting your attention in the stillness. I'm going to take a drink. I've been... <laughs> yelling at you for a minute. Hold on. Because the next part's clutch. All right. Um, this is transcending into a larger reality of mind. Okay. Training your mind to always return to neutrality and focus on the universal supply that you are, the trunk of the tree. This is a larger reality of mind where instead of being fixed on a linear story, uh, being stuck riding on trains of thought, right? Riding the rails. And these rails are rigid and inflexible because you think that this is who you are and what you have to do to succeed or be okay. So transcending the linear story, getting off of the train of thought that's rigid and inflexible in one way, you enter into a bigger sense of thought that is more free-flowing and seemingly less altogether because you're not trying to cobble it all into one overarching narrative, okay? The bigger sense of thought that I'm referring to, the larger reality of mind, it, you experience this because you're shifting mind into a version where it becomes a perceptual tool instead of a type of authority or an author, okay? So this is akin to living in the unknown because you, the mind before 
was all about conforming your reality to the story of what you think it needs to be, but leaving the story behind and letting what is be and being aware of what is, this is the larger reality of mind. Does this make sense? Like the larger reality of mind is you perceiving what actually is. And so it's going to feel less altogether, which makes it feel less safe because it's just all these different things at once. And you'll start to see how all things connect and the inner and outer world connect. And that's entering flow state. But at first, you're going to feel like you're in the unknown if this is new to you, because it's been about before it's been about sticking to the known, sticking to a particular narrative. And your personal authority as a soul in the flow state of the unknown is about responding to what your innermost feelings are showing you and responding to the energies in your world that are in the most need of harmonious action to balance them. So it's about being led by spirit and by what is most right in the moment instead of stumbling along with a false story about who you are and what you think you need to survive. So false story about who you are and what you think you need to survive. That's little mind, limitation mind, the great mind, the larger reality of mind is the unknown, is the perceptual experience of everything as everything without imposing limitations or boundaries or borders on it. So uh, yeah, to, to wrap up the talk about the taming power of the great, which I know I went on a long time about, but it's just such an epic card uh the key here is all you need to succeed against any and all possible challenges in life is to live with integrity composure and awareness these qualities will see you through every situation so <laughs> that's just the eating side we're gonna do more but it's been fun so far and next is gonna be uh we did a tarot card i drew a tarot card for the whole larger context of the read and what we get is the seven of pentacles If you've been following my divination videos you know the discs are coming up a lot because the status quo shakeup has really for most people everything to do with their ability to uh generate resources for themselves which in little mind story is about i need this job to generate these resources to make the money or the wealth that will help me survive. The larger reality of mind story is telling you, uh, I'm connected to the supply of all universal life force energy and abundance. And by responding to my inner state and remaining in balance within and responding to my deepest, most innermost feelings and to the disharmony in the world where I can address it, as soon as I can address it, in a sense of like dispersion, like as soon as you see something that needs done, you do it. Like you don't leave the dishes in the in the sink dirty. You do them right away. You make your bed first thing in the morning. The best time to address anything disharmonious in the external world is the second that you notice it. And that's part that's part of flow state, too. Just like if you're dancing in flow state and you trip, but you turn that trip into the next move of the dance. Right. That's responding to the exact moment that the disharmony occurs and turning it into harmony. So very, very important. But in context to the seven of discs, why this is coming up is because like I, like I said, you don't need any one way of making money. You are not your job. And if your job's annoying you, bothering you, worrying you, 
like we said in the taming power of the great that's how you can know that like being worried about little things <laughs> being worried about little things is how you know that you've uh, been clinging to the person place or thing clinging to the job wrapped up in the story about it and it's become too large of a part of the definition of who you think you are so this is telling you um maybe recommending or just reflecting a pause and taking a needed rest because look at this guy this is a this is a guy who's resting <laughs> this is a daily like resting is part of the looking within process you got to stop and recuperate let things develop on their own for a while uh so working selflessly in like this card represents on a metaphorical level is uh about getting yourself out of the way and doing the work that needs to be done rather than just what you think is going to launch you into a specific version of the future or return you to the dragon of the past that you're chasing. So working selflessly is responding exactly to what needs responded to in the moment within and without. And then you wait for the due rewards of that. And on a deeper level, if you are spending this time focusing on the trunk of the tree or the mountain the source of all the supply of everything good in the universe, then you will also be drawing that supply to you, to you and you will be duly rewarded. I know this sounds like law of attraction, but guess what? If you know the truth of who you really are, you visualize what's best for you and what you authentically desire, uh, you will draw it to yourself in whatever form is most harmonious that it can appear. So seven of discs coming up is... <laughs> If you've had a strong and persistent antipathy towards your, your mode of occupation, <laughs> whatever your career or your trade is, if you've like not enjoyed it, you're not liking it, you're exhausted with this role and the duties, uh, this is a little different than just the, the minor annoyances and, and sweating the small stuff. So if you've had a strong and persistent dislike for what it is you've been doing to make money, listen here. I think it's time to make a jump, make a change. We've talked about this. I think you're already in the, the uh, process there. And the further that you go in the process of changing the way that you generate the resources that you need, the disks, um, the more that your interest and drive to continue the shallow, like worldly job is just going to wane. You're going to feel less and less fulfilled by that bullshit job. Um, it doesn't, it just doesn't hold power or authority over us anymore. Okay. And so either you're searching for your true vocation at this time, or you're working to express your actual aptitudes and talents that are from what you love. And maybe you're in a period of learning by observing others who are very good at what it is that you love and you want to do. Uh, ultimately, seven of discs is saying that on the resting and waiting for your due rewards, the recuperation letting things develop on their own for a while. This will come about best through closeness to nature, working with your land and the animals in the land or making do with less in terms of what entertains you. <laughs> purging and releasing. <laughs> Big time a card about purging and releasing, uh, recognizing how simple your needs really are. And the more you simplify your needs, the more easily the universal supply, the trunk of the tree can bring those needs to you. So um, you don't need any one way of making money and you're not your job. That's what this card's here to tell you. Now, continuing further, we drew the card of the beaver. 
And here you'll see how these things just all connect. All the cards connect in one larger story. Uh, Beaver's 22 in the animal deck, and it's the builder. And beavers build dams, right? They do it as a group, too. Uh, but they always have multiple entrances. They have exits, entrances. There's always an escape route for the beaver. And in the same way, you are being told, don't paint yourself into a corner. Painting yourself into a corner and thinking this is the way things have to be, or it's the only option, is how you end up sweating the small stuff and letting your job, I'm really thinking job here, become too large a part of the definition of who you think you are. So um, being Beaver is letting us know that whatever you've been building up till now, you're not stuck there. And maybe you should start building a new exit or building multiple exits, as in having multiple interests, multiple possibilities for how uh, you're, you sustain yourself. Because if we believe things must be only one way to be okay, we are damning ourselves by damning the flow of possible experiences in life. Big lesson from Beaver there, who builds dams. Uh, Beaver is also here to say that it's maybe it's time to put your ideas into action because it's about building. Either starting projects that you've been dreaming about or finishing projects that have been hanging out, get to building and see what that draws into your life. It's very important that at least on a weekly or maybe multiple days of the week basis, that instead of just going through the motions of the routine and doing the same things that you do every week, that you make, even if they're small steps, making continual progress towards the change that it, your soul is asking you to make. So whatever it is, like, I know, I'm basically just telling you to, to adult. Hey, adulting. <laughs> whatever it is you got to do. So... Uh, the teamwork aspect of Beaver is also a big part that building the biggest dreams usually require more than one person. And uh, we're, we're right to be very wary of group mind in the current culture of life and society because disharmonious ego in the group mind leads to disaster and hysteria, histrionics. But if we prepare our own selves and we bring the positive aspects of our individual abilities to group projects without the downsides of ego getting in the way. I'm not saying getting rid of ego, but just without ego getting in the way, then what we can achieve is really incredible and unlimited. We can build a huge, huge, multifaceted, multiple entrances and exits, badass pillow fort, blanket fort <laughs> in the living room of life or a beaver dam, if you will. So uh, since we've been talking a lot about jobs as the a big part of what this read may be talking about, especially in context of the seven of discs, Beaver might also be asking you to settle differences with coworkers, uh, maybe maybe family members too, but coworkers probably. If you have differences with coworkers, settle the differences, put yourself on the shelf. You don't need to be right. You just don't want to leave, especially if you're leaving the dynamic of the job. You don't want to leave behind you burned bridges or bad feelings, bad vibes, where for the rest of their life, somebody has a negative assumption about who you are and you never talk to them again. And they just hold that in their unconscious about you. That weakens you in a way. I know that it's not like, I know that it's not the end all be all what other people think about you. But if you can bring harmony to that situation, why not? If you can selflessly just be like, 
look, uh, I'm sorry for how things went and I care about you. Or maybe you don't have to say sorry. But the point is, it's always less limiting for there to be more love. So if you can reconnect with any coworkers you had differences with before you get out of there, or just if you're not getting out of there, just smooth things over. You don't need to be right. You don't need to sweat the small stuff because otherwise you're making too much of an identity out of those people. So yeah, don't, you know, maybe it's the time to start building your escape route to go your own way or hop in the escape pod if you've already built it, but don't leave the old behind with bad feelings or neglected responsibilities. Beaver, Beaver wants you to know that. <laughs> uh, we're going to do another one. Oh man, this is going, this is going great. <laughs> the Quan Yin card for today is the Lotus Throne. And I think that it goes really nicely, pairs really nicely with the great power, Taming Power of the Great, and especially with great power in general. The Lotus Throne, I feel like this has come up recently. I feel like this came up just like last time. I just don't remember. You tell me if you remember. The Lotus Throne is referring to your inner guidance system, that it's saying it's time for you to accept your own inner guru as the truth like see this guy he's listening to inner self that's what this card is about too there's always going to be a time for listening to external guides teachers and maybe that's part of your current path too but trust your inner voice and clear out space make space to hear the inner voice because it's your greatest power and uh yeah the lotus throne is literally just about that exact thing that you are entering a period of enlightenment and you should have courage to trust your own inner light, ascend the throne of your own inner spiritual authority. What does that mean? Well, it means like ascending to the throne is the same thing as what I'm talking about in terms of being aware of the trunk of the tree of life, the source where all the power that supplies everything is coming from, the main power cable. Okay, ascending to the throne, the lotus throne, Letting the lotus blossom within you is getting clear, clearing out of the way everything that separates you from that supply. And the reason why it's a throne is because it's a responsibility. Like I was saying, if you if you recognize that all is self and that you have sameness with the all and the supply of everything, and then you keep doing your bullshit, you're gonna like that's bullshit's gonna stink. Like it's gonna be way worse than if you're uh person who believes they're disconnected from God or that they have nothing to do with source or they don't even have a concept of that. So very important that at the phase you're at now, knowing the truth, that you stick to what that means, that you stick to the responsibility that that gives you. The throne isn't just about everybody doing what you say or getting what you want all the time. You're responsible for the kingdom. You're responsible for your entire reality tunnel. I know that sounds like maybe dangerously close to a God complex. I'm not saying that every little thing that happens in life in the universe is your fault or your responsibility, but in your personal orbit of your sphere, take some responsibility. See what that gets you. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I like I'm preaching what I should practice and I'm, I'm doing my best, but we're going to leave it there with the Guan Yin. I'm going to do like I did last week. I'm going to do cards for each of the elements so if we're going to start with fire tribe, if you got a son in 
Sagittarius like it is right now or Aries or Leo, if that's your sun sign, then these next cards are specific divinations for you. Uh, talking about the coming week, maybe beyond. We'll see what the context is. And of course, if you have prominent fire signs in any other part of your chart and you you feel a connection to this in this first draw, that's fine. Like technically you have everything inside you. So whatever resonates, take that. But specifically though, we're, we're giving the goods to the fire tribe right now. Um, fire tribe, fire tribe. That's me, Aries son. And <laughs> hey, hey, it's the Sagittarius card. It's temperance. What do you know? Do I even need to talk about this? Have we not talked about this enough? Right now, uh, Slick Dissident just fell out of his chair. And <laughs> so we got the 14. This is definitely about um, bringing levity. Like, I think this is about art, the arts of levity. Because first of all, this angelic figure has got wings uh the i think that the water in the cups is going from the bottom cup to the top cup there we go it finally focused there's the mountain in the back for the taming power of the great so the temperance card this is literally the sagittarius card this is about seeing the truth clearly uh i and when we know that we see the truth to make the appropriate adjustments that's temperance and to let go of the things that are disharmonious that are polluting the waters to clear out the pollution from the waters that's temperance it's also art that's another name for the card so this is mutable fire uh but in a divinatory sense this is like good luck growth and expansion right now this is ruled by jupiter and neptune technically but the uh, the divinatory meaning for a fire tribe right now is that you're in a time of favorable opportunities a lot of wealth expansion luxury is possible you have the ability to harness and access plenty right now but it comes through seeing the truth honesty about the truth integrity with the truth that's the temperance side you won't you know you'll get what you mix into your alchemical vessel so being clear about that having lucidity about that is great but also telling you enthusiasm for your life right now is super helpful the fire <laughs> that's total fire tribe anyway to have passion and zest for life so yeah i mean there's too much about the <laughs> there's too much about the the temperance card to go on and on because i want to move this forward but yeah <laughs> Gabriel just fell out of his chair i'm telling you <laughs> we're gonna do two cards. i decided two cards for each of the uh signs so the other one is uh king of swords coming up reversed so what is that about huh I think, let's think about this. Give me a second. So why would the King of Swords come up reversed? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's two sides to this, basically. There's two sides of this. There's the side of you that knows the truth, and then there's the side of you that's avoiding it and in denial and holding on to bad habits. Ding, ding, ding. Like, I've got to think about myself here. I'm Fire Tribe. So are you procrastinating? Are you... Are you uh, are you, do you, are you having any blockage of self-expression or low self-esteem? Like, are you avoiding the truth? Are you holding on to bad habits big time? So that's the opposite of what you want with uh, temperance. So there's definitely two roads here for the next week. You can go either way. But I believe that with this reversal on the air of air, the king of swords here, it's letting you know that 
Um, if you fail to accept assistance that you need, then you're going to have trouble. There is going to be some like it's okay to ask for assistance. Um, to reverse this, to to reverse this, maybe focus on some writing. Uh, write out what it is that you might be struggling with or stuck on. Clearly communicate it to yourself to get to the truth. Uh, maybe simplify your life for the coming week. Do less and focus on uh, giving and receiving good advice. So maybe even like find somebody to counsel with you about whatever it is. If you are having some absorption in a bad habit or a fixation on something in the past. So yeah, you have two roads. You make your choice. <laughs> uh, good luck, everybody. Fire tribe. I'm going to do a card from the, <laughs> I'm going to do a card from the Archangel Michael deck for everybody, for all the tribes as well. Here we go. Okay, so in this process of temperance and writing the wrong of the upside down king of swords is the message of be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself from Archangel Michael. The prayer is to please guide me in treating myself with gentle, nurturing love in everything I think, speak, and do. Help me know that I deserve this compassion. I release any feelings of guilt so that I may experience lasting inner peace. Big time, big time. Uh, I think that that's the message for Fire Tribe specifically is that what has been, um, it's been grief or guilt feelings that have been keeping uh, the self-esteem low and it could be higher. I'm not saying you totally are failing at self-esteem, but like stoke the fire more. There's more juice there more temperance, more art, get it out, express it, write it down, whatever you got to do. It's not just about creating things for other people to see. Art isn't. And uh, we got the last card for the fire tribe is Karoite. This is one I've never seen. So this is a, from the crystal Oracle, just a quick little additional Oracle. Um, I have to look these up because the meanings aren't on the cards and they're not immediately clear. But this is, <laughs> to fit with the Sagittarius temperance card, this is about inner vision, clarity of inner vision. So uh, it's a highly, Karoite is a highly, or Charoite, I don't know how you pronounce it, is a highly spiritual crystal that helps awaken higher wisdom. Being asked to accept the current events and bring your focus within, all will become clear through meditation. Hey, hey, hey. This is a time for reflection and contemplation, a time to allow your inner wisdom to guide you. Hey, <laughs> Lotus Throne, much? You will realize that there's nothing you need to change and that all is as it should be. Interesting. So what needs to, nothing needs to change except maybe your trust, <laughs> your perspective of trusting life and the process that you're going on. So even if you're currently in a confusing flow of events, there's a divine order to the madness and it also is saying that you may be touched by someone's generosity in the next, in the coming week. That would be cool. Temperance definitely has to do with luck and good fortune. So, bam, there it is. <laughs> now we're going to do a water tribe. What's it? What is good for the water tribe? They're next. Fire, water. Then we'll do air, earth. Yeah, I know, earth. I always put you last. <laughs> All right, let's continue. 
Oh, wow. Immediate jumper. Immediate jumper for the Water Tribe. And, of course, it's a water card. It's the Cups. <clears throat> six of Cups. So, Six of Cups is connectedness, new relationships, maybe even like sexual exchange or attraction. Uh, so, in a divinatory sense, this may be a reinvigorated romance or early stages of a new romance. It's um, also referring to artistic projects potentially uh, in the public, because look like the showing off your flowers to the town square, if you will. So. This is saying that wherever your interest has been developing lately, whatever you're attracted to right now or whoever you're attracted to, that's a good thing and to uh, move forward, but with creativity, like bring creativity to whatever the dynamic is. We'll do two cards like with the like Fire Tribe God, get a little more context. I know that was a short read, but it's a pretty simple card. Definitely could have to do with some romance, maybe even sexy time, Water Tribe. You guys getting sexy? I don't know. It, yes, you are. <laughs> Queen of Cups. So two water cards for Water Tribe. What do you know? What do you know? Queen of Cups, that is the water of water. So it couldn't really be more waterly. Uh, this is suggesting that, like, Kind of similar to Fire Tribe, you might want to look towards caregivers or counselors right now, or maybe that's a role that you're being asked to bring to life. Uh, divinatory sense, this could be referring to um, better feelings with romance, home, ch your children, maybe even pregnancy soon or marriage. I mean, there's a lot of possible meanings here, but the uh, qualities that the cards are asking you to embody right now are the nurturing warm, friendly, affectionate, loving feelings that are so key to the water signs in general. So uh, embrace that. And if there's some sort of aspect of what you're growing into in life and the, the new escape route you're, you're getting out of your old way of making money, your old job that has to do with caregiving or maybe even visionary clairvoyant type work or healing work, this is definitely a sign, an indicator to you to go for it like this is this is the deep deep water this is deep connection with the unconscious if you will with the the bigger pool of self the larger mind the larger reality of mind i was talking about rather than the narrow story uh mr crux said temperance is about drinking spirits yes or moderation of consumption yes that's really key thank you for saying that and in the new episode with mark steves on interverse we did get into some deep deep thoughts about temperance and thanksgiving as a holiday and about moderation of consumption and how that can help or hinder your flow state so i mean water is the flowing card uh focus on your healing focus on your self-healing work and embrace your role as a healer for others or nurturer and healer for others if if you feel called to that role now archangel michael for you for Scorpio and Pisces and Cancer sun signs, we got positive thoughts create positive results. So 
This is your meditation prayer. Divine love and wisdom, I call upon you now. I know that my mind and emotions are eternally and continuously connected to you. I ask my higher self to be aware and conscious of the love and light that is within every person or situation and situation. So this just connects right back to what I was talking about. You are not separate from or different from the trunk of the tree of life and the supply and source of all love and light and wisdom. And neither is anybody else. Everybody's connected to that trunk. So look at everybody that way, not just yourself that way. You're not like, I'm the special wizard who can manifest anything. You want to be the example and teacher to everybody about how to live in trust of that universal supply, right? So positive thoughts create positive results. That's a super important to recognize, especially because as a water sign, water is highly programmable by thoughts and emotion is what it carries and is a transfer of emotion. So program your water with positive thoughts. You'll have even more ability than others to do that uh, as a water conscious water sun sign person crystal card for you guys is citrine so uh I, this is about really purifying this is about cleansing and purifying it's also according to the deck or the book here healing and wealth creativity and abundance yeah that makes sense uh so <laughs> Wow, this is exactly what I was talking about with, with the positive thoughts create positive results and being aware that you're connected to the supply of everything. This is saying your financial concerns will soon begin to dissolve as a steady stream of abundance starts to flow into many areas of your life. This is not abundance solely on a monetary level, but an abundance of creativity and healing. Hmm. You're being asked to let go of fear and guilt that you may be holding on to in regard to your wealth and prosperity. Be thankful for the abundance you are about to receive. Honor it and put it to use in the ways that nurture and replenish your spirit. Man, that sounds like water. <laughs> you deserve to be and to have all your heart desires. Yes, you do. And knowing that you're connected to the supply of all is clutch for that. Lovingly recognize the abundance you eternally hold within your heart and you will manifest abundance through all you think say and do water signs especially good at that because you're programmable water beautiful beautiful all right all right air tribe all right gemini gang all right aquarians all right libra what do we got for you guys <clears throat> this is going a little long today i spent a lot of time on the uh, I Ching side but it's been fun i appreciate Appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me this whole hour so far. Really fun. Really fun. There's a lot of good stuff in the chats. Rockfin and YouTube, both are popping off. Appreciate everybody on both sides. Just giving some shuffles until I feel like we've hit the point where the air card's ready to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. What's up for you, sun signs? All right. First, we got three of wands. Three of wands in the upside down position. I know maybe it's not fun to look at reversals, but I say we do. I say we should. Because it shows you where you can... Uh, make an improvement, right? So three of wands reversed is warning you about being 
a failure to prioritize, uh, trying to do everything by yourself, retarding your own progress, as in halting and slowing down your own progress through hesitation and indecision uh, because of a loss of faith, mainly. So what's the faith aspect that this is talking about? Faith is the trust that no matter what you choose, no matter who you are in life or in the world, you're always connected to the trunk of the tree, right? So uh, to reverse this, you should focus specifically on your faith and your commitment to what's best for you and what brings the passion and the excitement to your life, which is the fire element of the wands. So um, like I said with Beaver about getting projects on um, moving, building, to reverse the three of wands and get out of retarded progress and into favorable progress, you just need to make the choice to do the thing and start giving form, start building a body to your for your ideas, giving form to your creation, okay? Also clearly communicating what it is that you want and what it is that would be best for you to everybody involved. One of the things that is gonna harm us with the, the seven of discs that was for everybody in the larger read about how you don't need any one way of making money and you're not your job. Well, if we don't, if we believe that we need that one way of making money in the job, then we're going to struggle to communicate what's best for us to the coworkers, to the bosses, whatever. So uh, three of wands, flip this everybody by enthusiastically creating enthusiastically creating what you're here to create, even if it's just baby steps all the time, do your own projects, do make the moves for your life that are taking you in the direction of multiple possibilities, multiple entrances and exits like the Beaver Dam escape routes, and uh, maybe even get involved with other people's projects. That's actually a good call. If you have the, the skill and passion to work with others on a creative level, do that. Oh, you've been invited to do that recently, Air Signs. Take up that invitation. Do that. Put some time into that and clearly communicate the boundaries you need with the old situation to have so that you have time to make the best of the contacts that you actually want to continue working with, that you want to build with. So <laughs> this reverse to saying that you've maybe not been committing enough energy to what you're passionate about. And so what you've been putting your energy towards has been half-hearted. Your participation hasn't been full. And this leads to an overall dynamic of passivity and inhibition and distraction. So reverse that, take command, okay? Get, get back to the enthusiasm in life. And even if this is just like, I know that it's tough to do a divination for everybody at once, but listen, Air Science, even if it's, I'm just a little bit right about what I'm saying, then go with it. It doesn't need to be a big deal. Okay. <laughs> but I, that was a lot. So let's do, you guys technically get a second, uh, technically get a second card. Everyone's getting two cards out of the tarot for this. Right. So let's, I should have drawn that right away to get more context here, but Hey, shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> uh, this is fun. I love doing these great flow state. What is next for Air Tribe? The second card for Air Tribe. Ace of Pentacles. Guys, guys, <laughs> it 
it's telling you right now it's it came out reverse too it's saying that you've been ignoring the opportunity for a new way to make money or you've not been putting enough energy towards it you've not been building it enough so guys get in there you've got all the fortune and luck for riches and success and bounty and windfall and everything that this represents but uh you know if you stay in poverty consciousness that you have to do the things that you don't like with disreputable allies if you will then you'll kind of receive the illness like it will like make you ill it will put you in pain it'll physically hurt your body uh it will lead you to bad directions for sure you'll feel disoriented lack of confidence so you want to reverse this dynamic by making it happen beginning starting it up like this is the ace it's the initiation so take the opportunity and do it with your creative skill bring your genius to the what you're building and maybe with other people like this is saying so you guys air tribe flip this over all right <laughs> start your creative path if or start the next creative project that you can do that will in some way be an investment of an idea into a body that is bringing value to your life that is subjective to you and coming from the infinite source. Make it happen. Begin. Go. I know I've spent more time on Air Tribe than other people, but this was a big deal, guys. Um, don't squander your potential. Get started. The, the time is now. The taming power of the great is about recognizing how the old situation has been bothering you. And the reason it's been bothering you is because you made it too much of your identity. And so flip the <laughs> flip your couch around as uh i i've heard as a phrase do whatever you got to do st flip the card over start the thing and move towards mastery attainment accomplishment there is security there there is value there but it's the value that you bring to it okay um of course i'm supposed to give you guys an archangel michael card <laughs> all right all right all right <laughs> Kent Wood says, I've been meaning to start my second EP. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crux, I'm sorry that I'm not answering questions directly. I'm kind of just sticking into the flow of the conversation. I try to watch out for what I can answer and stay in flow. But here's the next part for Gemini card, or not just Gemini, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Honor and trust your feelings. Thank you, Archangel Michael, for supporting, guiding, and protecting me as I listen to and act upon my feelings. Help me understand and express my emotions with love. Pretty self-explanatory. Honor and trust your feelings. That's not honoring and trusting your feelings is what was putting these upside down because you were just trying to grind without uh, doing what feels right. The grind isn't right. The grind doesn't feel right. Um, swords, I know like the sword sign the element of air likes to grind because that's technically how you sharpen a sword is on a grindstone <laughs> maybe but it needs to feel good if it feels good do it let's continue the card for you air tribe from the crystal oracle labradite okay this is the shaman stone it's the seer stone and in the context of this book specifically, because that's what we're going with. The oracle meaning is 
I can find the L's. Oracle meaning is telepathic communication, prophecy, auras, and energy. So, all right. The situation that didn't feel good that you were sticking yourself in right here, you'll soon see that that situation is causing concern and preventing you from moving forward because of fear. The fear that you needed it to survive. That things had to be that way. This realization is in itself a breakthrough. Okay. Even if you've realized it before and allowed yourself to forget and you're just remembering it now, here we go. It's a breakthrough moment, a mini enlightenment. By acknowledging your fear, you transcend it and a whole new vista becomes available. Soon fear will no longer obstruct you and you will move forward in leaps and bounds. As you begin to achieve your goals, you will realize that you can communicate with others telepathically and that this form of communication can influence events in a positive way. By bringing your focus within, it is possible to energetically connect and communicate with everyone and everything on the planet. Isn't that what you want, air signs? <laughs> you want to talk with your mind anyway? You don't want to have to even like write the words out or type them out? You will gain invaluable air insights, air sights, <laughs> which will help you focus your attention on that, which will be of greater good for all concerned, including yourself. So this is an exciting and wondrous time for you, but don't abuse this gift. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know what? Think about it. Abusing the gift would be staying in a situation that generates bad feelings and then you're telepathically transmitting those bad feelings out to the world because you're the most extra psychic, mentally psychic of all of the of the elements anyway as a, an air sign in your sun. So, okay, we're going to wrap up with the... Yeah, we're skipping Earth Tribe. Yeah, we're done. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn... Save the best for last, maybe, in your opinion. And this is maybe the longest divination ever. It's because I have other stuff that I need to do, and this is more fun, so I'm procrastinating. <laughs> no, the other stuff's fun, too. Other stuff's fun, too. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to do it. Preparing some research is what I got going on. All right. The two cards just put themselves out there. <laughs> hey! Oh, what do you know? Temperance returns. All right, Earth signs. I know you enjoy the pleasures of life and maybe the indulgences of life a little bit more than the others. You like nice things, but just remember the temperance in your what it is you're consuming on the mental, the, the physical in terms of food and drink. Remember that part of temperance. And <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Kaylee says, not going to get far without grounding. Yeah, that's right. We do need the earth signs. So the temperance card has a foot on the earth and in the water, right? Has the inner fire of illumination and the wings representing the air. So temperance is balancing all four elements. That's what feels right to reiterate right now about the temperance card for the earth signs. Uh, balance and ground all four elements within, okay? And for more... Um, <laughs> more context we got the chariot but the chariot is reversed for you and what that means is uh pay attention to where you're lacking ambition and drive okay are you experiencing emotional blockage are you holding uh on to depression or grief energy and letting it sort of swell up in your heart chakra as in go unfelt unprocessed that mean, means you probably this is where temperance comes in because 
the things that we consume for pleasure are also masking and distracting us. Not saying we should never consume things for pleasure, but they can mask and block us from feeling the emotions that we are trying to hide from the hard emotions. And this is cancer and the cancer, <laughs> this is water. This is, and cancer has hard feelings in it. It's just built in. So it being in reversal is saying like you by you, if you don't feel, allow yourself to feel and process the hard feelings the and ground those out with your awareness, whether it's fear or just like sadness uh, that could be from all kinds of things, maybe from, it's usually past things, loss of family members, feeling of insecurity in the home or uh, losing some routine that you enjoyed that's no longer a part of your life, feeling like an outsider, maybe even physical accidents, uh, <laughs> loss of status, anything. Uh, so the other thing though, with it being reversed, there's an opportunity here for whatever domestic upheaval this may be referring to or attachments that they can be overcome and the, the uh, emotional problems that you've been holding on to, there can be a cessation of that. Break the old habit of, of blocking yourself from feeling the hard feelings. Okay. Because if you hold on to the hard feelings and let that just stay swirling around in your heart chakra energy without processing it through your awareness, it actually keeps energy. If you're not grounding it out, that means you're blocking the flow from heart down and the energy of the lower centers, your physical body will be inhibited. Meaning you're going to feel a loss of desire, like the feelings of pleasure and good feelings in your body, natural and innately from having good energy and balanced energy. You're not going to feel good in your body anymore. And that's what leads to the, the downside of the lack of temperance, the consumption of things to fill the hole, so to speak, to feel something. So uh, I consume much co too much coffee too, <laughs> Debbie, big time. I definitely, here it is. I'm gonna have a drink right now. So the, the chariot and the temperance card saying very specifically, process your hard feelings and emotions. Let yourself look at them. And it's through this is generally it, but and like, it's through doing less for a while. I know that's hard. But slow down, consume less, fast, whatever maybe the case is coming to mind that sounds like the right answer for you so that you can just, it doesn't take long, just wait for it to come up, notice it, and and uh, you don't have to go looking for reasons to be sad. Just don't, yeah, it, it, it will lead to bad health if you're blocking the hard emotions in your heart and and weakening the energy in your lower centers. And it will definitely lead to a lack of ambition and drive. Your your legs are down there. <laughs> you need those. So let yourself move away from things that are stressing you out, even if those things were pleasure-seeking behaviors that you thought you needed to feel good. Uh, if you find yourself freaked out by the idea of not having something, like I feel freaked out about <laughs> less video games, Kaylee. Hey, that's me too. Lately, I started playing Skyrim. No, it's horrible. Ah, don't do that. Yeah, less of that. Thank you for calling me out, Kaylee. Less video games, big time. Um, because I've got stuff too that uh, is hard for me in my current life configuration. I want things to be different about certain things. Like, you know, I won't go there, but there's it's a fact. So I need to be a, a, able to accept the present moment just like anybody else by being aware of it and not just masking it with with behavior that distracts me. So let's continue into the Archangel Michael 
for the Earth Tribe. How about that? Hey, anyone notice we got we're in Sag season? It's the first read in Sag season. Well, not the first, but it's you know we're early in Sag season and we got Temperance twice. What about that? Okay, uh, Earth signs. Archangel Michael card says, "Have confidence." Okay, here's your prayer. Please lend me your courage and fortitude. Help me realize that I am one with all that is divine wisdom, strength, love, creativity, abundance, and health. Allow me to feel confident and peaceful about myself in all ways. That just goes right back to being in connection to the universal supply for everything that comes from. <laughs> ah, apparently, it's more than one person who's got the temperance needed for uh, video games, right? Um, yeah. Wow. Snake Jones says Uncle Hair Sniffer announced 8 million children have to get the cowpoke. We'll see about that. Them's fighting words. I don't think so. Uh, so here we go. The, the crystal card for Earth Tribe is Pyrite. Pyrite returns. Wasn't that the card for Earth people last week? Am I wrong about that? I know Pyrite was up here last week. Pyrite, better than fool's gold, calling it pyrite. Emotional balance, so temperance much? Uh, I mean, this is this is the card of emotional balance, all right? When you got the emotional balance and you write the chariot right side up, the good and the bad feels, they carry you forward. That's your legs. So there's major combinations here, right there, big time. Uh, but pyrite is about relationships and protection. And having psychological fortitude. So if you're feeling emotionally unbalanced at present, which is what this was, uh, Earth Tribe, then it's partially because you've allowed yourself to believe another person's critical judgments of you. This malicious criticism was directed at you by someone who falsely believes they will gain something by belittling you. Hey, remember what we said about Taming Power of the Great, that if you are bothered by these little things that other people do, it's because your identity is too tied up with them. So regain your mental strength and emotional balance by realizing that the whole episode is emotional blackmail. So somebody's emotionally blackmailing you, all right? And they may not even know they're doing it. It's just a form of psychic vampirism. And it's a survival method for them. So don't judge them and, and just turn the tables on that sense. Just let it go. And know that you're dearly beloved and held in high esteem by many, including by the supply of all life force energy, the source and the trunk of the tree. So this episode, see it for what it really is and don't allow yourself to be so affected by what one per person says. Others know the truth. I know the truth, Earth Signs. You guys are always right and you care a bunch and you just want everyone else to be right too. I understand it. <laughs> Did you say this card has my future hair? <laughs> yeah, it's Leo Rising. I mean, I'm the main character, M-A-N-E. So maybe grab some pyrite because the it's a good stone for strengthening you psychologically and emotionally. And that's it, people. That's the end of the uh, the group divination session. Thanks for hanging out. I can't make this shit up with temperance coming up twice. It, I mean, if you follow all my other videos lately, it's just everywhere. Temperance everywhere. Big time. 14, fortune, 410. So much to say about that. But... Uh, before I let you guys go, I really want to say I appreciate you hanging out with me for an hour and 20 minutes at this point. Holy shit. Wow. We really went in. And 
Uh, if you're interested in doing some divinatory work with me on a one-on-one where I draw cards with you and we sit down for like 30 or 45 minutes to go over specific situations in your life and really dive in, email me, chance at interversepodcast.com. Email me and we'll set up a session. Also, I do sound healing with tuning forks. I was gonna, I was gonna play a tone at the beginning of the of this live stream, but I forgot. But I use tuning forks to balance out blockages in the aura. And so, like Earth sign, for example, if you are having trouble with those heavy emotions that are that you're feeling like compelled to mask with whatever distracting behavior, and that that heart energy is swelling up, and you're not feeling yourself in your body you're not feeling rooted and grounded in your body and the pleasure and desire of that let me know because i can specifically i know exactly where to look for that type of a deal and uh even if you don't know what would help you most in terms of how to balance your energy we can get in there using the dowsing rods and measure what strength that your different energy centers are uh spinning at and let me know like these these tuning forks are a powerful tool and modality that can help you shift a mindset and make big, allow big changes to occur in your life that soul and spirit are asking to change. So <laughs> yeah, get some pyrite, Kaylee. It seems like a good, it's not that expensive. Just, just get it. <laughs> uh, but I would love to do sound healing with people. So please, please let me know if that sounds good. Chance at interversepodcast.com. And then thirdly, back on 11.11, I unveiled this wand that I created in Scorpio season and it was born on 11, 11 at 11, 11 AM. It was during a live stream. So uh, I'm not going to go in on all the crystals that are in the handle here, but there's some pretty cool ones. And if you're interested in purchasing this powerful purification wand, uh, let me know handcrafted by nature and glued together by me. So, and also ceremonially blessed and, my intentions put into it. Really great one. I love it a lot. I won't be that sad if nobody buys it because then it's just mine. But if you're interested, let me know because the people who were interested, they kind of fell off and stopped inquiring. And so I'm ready to just offer it to other people now if anybody wants it. Uh, other than that, watch out for tomorrow night. We're doing another episode of Vibrant. That's going to be, as always, super fun. Love and blessings to everybody. JLo, Sander, Illuminati, Slick Dissident. So many people in the chat. Thoth, Mark, what's up? Laura K, Snake Jones, of course. Shaman Seed, nice to see you. Angie808, shout out to everybody. And Kent and Kaylee and Debbie over on Rockfin. Love you all. It's been super fun to hang out. And it felt like a good flow state, definitely. Um, so keep your mind on this taming power of the great and look for the ways that the little annoyances are pointing out to you how you're identified with a story about who you are and what you need that isn't true. And don't forget that you're, you are a branch off of the trunk of the tree of life and all the supply of energy is available for you. As long as you open yourself up to it and much love everybody. I will talk to you guys later. Hit me up for that sound healing or that one-on-one -on -one divination. Definitely would love to get in there and do, do some fun together. So uh, I guess I'll wrap it up. Bye-bye. Thanks again.